0: Good afternoon, good evening, good day. Welcome back to another episode of RC Stuff, powered by Hobbywing. I am Charlie Sawanka, once again here with Mr. Mike Chen. Mr. Chen, how are you doing today? I can't complain. <laughs> it's good to hear. Mike has some special guest lined up for us, and he's going to sit down, chat with them, and we were going to cover, I don't know, my favorite topic in drone racing, Street League. Like, I love Street League. I got to experience some more Street League stuff up close and personal with these monster truck events that I've been doing. And it's like my new favorite thing because they're big enough and they're the right speed that it's very appealing to people off the street, so to speak. Uh, you show people normal five-inch racing and they're not going to be like, I can't do that. But Street League is very attainable, I feel like. So uh, Imperious and what was the other guy's name? I already forgot. Leadfingers. Leadfingers. I'm sorry. Ledfinger. I'm sorry. So... I'm such a jerk. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's uh, Jonathan and uh Steven, fellow admins of mine from the uh, Street League uh Drone Spectron Racing. Awesome. Good deal. They're going to be with us in just a moment and Mike's going to take you with them right now. So, today on RC stuff, we
1: have uh fellow admins of mine from the Street League Spectron Racing. Uh we have uh Jonathan and Steven. Welcome, guys. How's it going, dude? How's it going? Not too bad. So, sorry Charlie couldn't, couldn't be here for this part of the recording, but, you know, we'll uh, we'll get some banter in with him later.
2: Oh, I was looking forward to talking to Charlie.
1: <laughs> everybody usually uh, is. <laughs> well, it's alright. Bits, bits is just as good. <laughs> so, for everybody who uh, is listening, uh, my pilot name is The Bits. So, if you ever see The Bits floating around, that's usually me and then uh you know we're on that topic steven what's your pilot uh
2: handle? i go by lead fingers in the fpv world
1: <laughs> and jonathan
3: i go by imperious
1: awesome um just out of curiosity you know i've never actually had this conversation with you guys how did you guys get your names uh imperious
2: why don't you go first <laughs> all
3: right um a long time ago i used to play this game called roblox and uh when you go to create an account on roblox you can do a random name generator and i got something to the effect of like imperial prime um and from there it just kind of evolved into imperious That's kind of just been my my gaming handle you can for as long as i can remember
2: it came from a roblox <laughs> name
1: it came from <laughs> roblox that's awesome And a random random generated name at best.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fun like mine actually mine was also my gamer tag before it was my FPV name, so I've been Leadfingers for way longer than I've flown. Um, I started playing this game called Tag Pro, which is like a marble um, capture the flag game. And when you're playing it, you have to like juke people, but it's like all acceleration based. And you have to be slow on the number pad to do it right or you never get anywhere so i named myself lead fingers to remind me to move my hands slow (laughs) and then i started flying drones and it's perfect
1: nice so how'd you become the bit funny because
3: it's the opposite
1: (laughs) so that came from needing a pilot name and uh I just like all the bits that fall off in every a toasted everything bagel. I don't really care for the everything bagel itself, but I like the bits that fall off of it. So there's the bits, because I like the bits. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's talk about Street League, since we're all admins mm-hmm. here. We got the crew. Yep. We're missing two people, but you know. You guys will be some of the crew. most of the crew. So let's uh, recap uh, last season and then uh, talk about what we got going on for this coming season. Cause I'm excited for this coming season.
2: Yeah, for sure. We're, we got some big stuff coming this season. It's going to be awesome. Bigger, better. Great. But yeah. La- so last yeah. season, like last season, I think it, as much as we did everything we could to make it as big as possible, I think it exceeded all of our expectations
3: yeah by a margin for sure. I didn't expect something that started at a local chapter to get that big that quick.
1: Yeah, cuz last season was technically our first official season at Street League, correct?
2: Yeah. So before then in in 2021 we ran um uh, two races under a different um under a different branding, but the 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 quads were basically the same um, the format wasn't there though we didn't have the street league points format yet um and i think in in Pyrus, you were a big part of like developing that initial quad and in the initial spec right
3: yeah i remember picking up a a practice rig and me and tim would go to ikea and figure out what was a good weight and like we would stack extra 3s batteries on there until we were ultra heavy and chunky and figure out what flew good and what didn't
2: dude. the ikea videos the ikea videos from from when you guys were doing that are so sick and like i remember that was right when i started fpv when you guys were doing that and i like watched the thing the videos afterwards and i'm like oh my god i want to be there so
1: bad <laughs> Jonathan, that concrete you got those... playground you got those videos on youtube at all i do do um I'll tell you, you what can see... send send me a send me a link I'll put it in the show notes for everybody listening if they want to see if they want to see guys testing quads in a concrete parking lot at IKEA <laughs>
2: exactly
3: yeah carnage incarnate <laughs>
1: yeah. and then
2: like that was right around when I was just starting to fly I started flying like November 2020 um so that winter I was like all for it whenever it was warm enough for practice days I was going out and like didn't really see too many of the street league quads quite yet but that summer um a couple of the guys were you know uh jonathan was always flying them and jay rice and tim was training for drl so he wasn't there too much and uh and like it was like totally cool doing open class i'm grinding through open class you know there's always the next guy to beat the next guy to beat the next guy to beat and i finally got to the point where the only people i couldn't beat were like T Dog and Fast Max and Stealth and like they were just on a whole nother level. Those are like top easily top forty pilots at like multi GP champs. And I'm I'm just I just wasn't there. So all the guys I want to race were all racing Street League drones. And I'm like, well I guess if I wanna compete, I gotta build one of these things. <laughs> and built up my first drone Street League drone just after um, the Freedom Spec champs in 2021. So that was just after July. I did my first flight on a Street League drone, and I haven't touched anything else since.
1: <laughs> yep, very you, similar boat. I've seen you fly a couple five inches here and there. And don't forget your Tina. Whoop.
2: I, I do fly the Tina Whoop a lot. That's a line of sight quad though. Totally different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So when we, uh that that first evolution uh came kind of came through and everybody started flying them. like how did that jonathan you were part of that initial creating the format and everything like that how did that come about
2: um
3: it was a lot of drl guys and people that were close to drl guys wanted to practice um it's really hard it was really hard i guess to find a quad that flew anywhere near similar to their their platform that they use on the show And so a lot of it was they didn't want to break through the ones that they had and they wanted to be able to fly against other people because that's the best training. And so um, we just kind of found something that was a similar size um, and we made it fly, you know, relatively similar. And it's just kind of been um, snowballing from there into its own new platform, you know.
1: Okay. So, you know, for everybody listening out there, Leadfingers, why don't you, uh, or Steven, why don't you tell us your, uh, the action, like, give us a rundown of what that format is. Uh, so, what the, what the quad is. So, well, I, uh, oh, yeah, we do the quad and then the actual race format. Oh, for too. sure.
2: So, the quads are um, 1280 gram all up weight, 5S, 1250, or 5S 2200 ma, 1250 kV. Uh, It started with 2510 motors, now we're all on 2808s, uh, open source frame, and uh, open source 3D prints, and then it started with the HQ 7x4x3 prop, and now we've added in the Gemfan 7037 prop, Um, and from there, like, we all started with the practice rig, right, It it all started with the Project 399 practice rig, we all had them, and then... It really became a platform where people started developing new stuff for. It. And now you go to uh, one of our street league races, one of our season races, and you'll see, you know, seven or eight different frames there, different quads. Now we got uh, a lot of people run the X Nova 2808. A lot of people run the T motor 2808. A lot of people run the hyperlight 28075. Uh, there's different batteries and different prints and different builds. And like this, it kind of just took off. And now like... There's so much variety in all, all the different frames and quads. And um, and then for the format, we run what we call the points points rounds. So we run everyone four up because we found that's the best mix of there's enough people to race, but there's not so many that mid-airs are happening all the time. And it also allows us to run uh, DJI pilots can run in street league and uh, Walksnail presumably will be able to run in street league um because we have enough separation to get those guys away from the analog pilots um and what we do is we run four up everyone in the whole race will run one time so in groups of four everyone races then we compare everyone's times to each other and for every pilot whose time you beat you get one point so then everyone gets points for the first round and then we shuffle all the pilots so you're racing the pilots whose points you're closest to. And what it basically does is a sorting algorithm. And within a couple of rounds, you get sorted into a heat with all of the pilots going almost exactly the same speed as you. So we see photo finishes from a heat all the way down through the whole race. Everyone's having good races. Everyone's got quads in their face the whole time. Um, and just fo- photo finishes all day. It's just some of the best racing I, i've raced different things my entire life motocross bmx snowboards mountain bikes i race everything i've never experienced racing as good as i i get with street league
1: that's awesome i mean i think everybody who's uh listening races in some format and they would definitely agree with that having like good close racing is always so much fun
2: yeah it's just yeah oh, it's... go ahead jonathan
3: It's definitely a more fun format than like a double elimination bracket or something like that, because a lot of times it's like, well, this person is leagues above everybody else, because that's just kind of how it's seeded out. But at any given point throughout the day, you will have somebody next to you who is as good, if not better, but not to a degree that it's not fun to try and race against them.
2: Yeah, and the, the format is just all about... You like you have to fly fast. If you just hold back and just cruise through the track, you're gonna lose too many points and you won't do as well as you should. So you have to fly almost a hundred percent, but you cannot crash because if you crash, then you're losing all the points for that round. Um, and you're if you then then you know you if you go from A heat down to C heat because of a crash and now you have to claw your way back up because we only take A Heat and B Heat, the top eight pilots, into our elite eight final. So you have to keep yourself above that threshold um, in the points rounds. That That is your goal. Get into that top eight um, so that you can make it into the elite eight final.
3: Yeah, consistency and speed. You have to balance the both of them. It's not one or the other.
1: Yeah, and I think most racers always strive for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> or they should be at least.
2: Well, you know, some some of the qualifying formats that are really popular, like it's you're just trying to you have so many tries to lay down your hottest laps, and like some people will take the like, well, oh, let me get a good one in my pocket, and then I'll try to get I'll try to beat it going all out. Um, but really, at the end of the day, you're just trying to get that super hot lap where um you can't do that in street league you got to be fast and consistent all day sometimes sometimes we'll be out there racing for 10 plus hours and you got to be on all day
1: oh yeah moberly was a
2: <laughs> was a tough race yeah. for me it, it turns into an endurance race at the end
1: doesn't it
3: yeah i'm yeah. kidding
1: so except it's nice that we get that one little break when the sun's like beaming down at us at that right angle where nobody can see anything.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's the only break you get all day at a street league race. Um...
1: All right. So just for everybody listening to you, going, uh, just to kind of c- circle back real quick to what we were talking about um, going to one of the races and seeing all these different frames and stuff like that. We have a general rule book for the frames and within if you think about like the f1 rulebook basically where they state you can do this you can do this but you can't do this and it has to be this and these specifications have to be met it's kind of like that so anybody who designs a frame as long as they can meet everything in that rulebook uh and one of the rules is that the frame must be open source and as long as all those conditions are met it is a qualifying frame that could be run at one of the street league events right am i missing anything no you
2: got it um yeah and we have had a lot of talks about that open source rule but we you know at the end of the day um it it all started with the project three nine nine practice rig which is open source so that was the initial inspiration but we've really found it 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 encourages a culture of integra- of innovation through collaboration so like all of these different designers are looking at what the other guy did and w- even in working together to really try to make some really awesome really awesome frames and like uh jonathan you you, you came out um with uh, cloud 10 like one of the most popular frames in street league now
3: Yeah, we, I've been working with Cloud 10 for a while on, you know, some five inch frames. Um, I felt there were some design changes from out of the norm um, that really nobody else was doing. And so when we, when we went at the street league frame, it was what concepts have we learned over the course of drone racing and how can we apply them on a little bit bigger scale? Um, and so we did a couple of different interesting things with that frame. Um, you know, vertical carbon, we did, um, we did true X and we did stretch X.
2: It started Um, with the stretch X because that's, that's you in cloud 10. Whenever you guys collab, it always ends up as a stretch, stretch X. You're a stretchy boy.
3: I am a stretchy boy. Um,
2: yeah, there's, you know, there's intricacies to it and,
3: and it's not for everybody, but it was for me. And so, um, we you know we threw out a couple of designs. We made it look really really cool. He, Cloud Ten does some amazing work with his 3D modeling and and making things look really cool as well as be functional. So um, yeah, after a couple of months of testing and and reviewing and renders, um, we finally came out with the Kari, um, and and it's just kind of taken off from there.
2: Yeah, and I, I was watching you fly it, and I'm like that that quad looks sick because it's. It's got that cool style that a lot of people do like shells for to kind of – you know, a lot of people emulate a racer for something with a shell, but the shell quads aren't good to live with because whenever you need – if you need to service something, you got to take the whole shell off, its whole orchestration, where the Kari, you take two bolts off, and it flips up like the hood of a car, and you just have access to everything, and I was – flying my prig a little bit and i was kind of you know that came out a couple other things came out and i was like oh, i kind of want to move on to something cooler um and i hit up cloud 10 and i was like hey do you want to like we have the street league store now i want to fly your frame um can you make a true x version and we're gonna use it for the street league store and he was like yeah let's go and that's where we came out with the Cari X. and now like it's it's almost the face of Street League in a lot of ways now. A lot of people fly that thing.
3: Right, yeah, just the the look of it was, was a big, like, must-have type thing. So um, the whole, like, fractal design, but also, you know, maintaining the, maintaining the principles of aero and, and center of gravity and stuff like that. So there was definitely a lot of work that went into it to make it both pretty and very functional.
2: And the, um, the open sourcing of the frame makes it so easy to design prints for. So, like, that was one of the things. In Street League, if you crash, you have to turtle mode and get back in the air. And that was something when I switched to it, I started flying it, and it didn't turtle mode that well. So I was like, oh, okay, let me – let me there's, like, a fin on the back, like a spoiler. Um, and that was the flip fin. It just wasn't big enough. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make a bigger flip fin. And then I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that – when you tilt the quad at a 45 degree angle it becomes a wall. It's going to push a lot of air. So I actually went through and I designed a fin such that when you're at a 45 degree angle it has the minimum cross-sectional area for the wind coming by when you're flying. And it's taller, so it makes it really good for turtling and stuff. And um, that's that's the fin that I use and a lot of people use now. It's that's like the kind of become the standard with it. <laughs>
3: Right. Yeah, that's the the great thing about the whole design process is we can make something good, but then people can go and make it better, you know, little, little changes mm-hmm. um, that just improve it for specific instances, you know, um, you couldn't really do that on a closed source platform.
2: Yeah, and even like the arms no, are it. compatible with Project 399 arms. So like if you have one, if you already have a prig and like the arms of a prig are one of the most expensive parts because it's so much carbon. Um, and you're like, oh, I really want to try the Kari, You could just go get a body and a canopy cut, and just put your arms on it, and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I love the innovation that, that this this league, that Street League expect, drone racing has created. I mean, the the amount of innovation that has come out of this 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 league, um, just in this first year, is absolutely incredible. Um, I mean, I'm sure you've, if you guys have listened, you've heard us say, "Sean is still fast." Yep, James is still fast, <laughs> and James is still yep. fast, and he is one of those guys that is always working on that innovation, like trying to figure out how to mold the like, custom mold punkston weights.
2: Mm-hmm. Or he he was the one who figured out stacked arms, um, which has been huge for streetly because so we have a, a minimum arm size rule. There's certain unless you're a frame designer you don't really have to uh, worry about it too much besides like there is a minimum size that the arms are allowed to be but the more carbon you put under the prop the less thrust you're going to get out of it so um i took it and i made what we we call the froggy arm now um and i basically underneath the prop um dropped the arm down from uh, the original project 399 prig size to the spec minimum for a six mil piece of carbon um, and it, it was great. It gives you like five to 10% more thrust, like instantly. Um, and then Shames gets a hold of that and he's like, well, I don't want to pay for 12 mil carbon cause it's really expensive, but what if I made the arms half as big as they need to be, but then I cut eight arms and I just stacked the two pieces of six mil carbon on top of each other. And voila, we got a budget 12 mil arm. And those are amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm flying. I'm kind of flying the marine. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: you got some new secret stuff for
1: next year. Oh, dude, I'm so excited for next season. So, speaking of next season, um, what are the what are what are the big changes coming for this coming season? Uh,
2: so there's there's not that many changes. Like if you had a street league quad and it was legal last year, it's legal this year. You're good to go. You don't got to change anything. You don't got to buy new motors. You don't got to buy new batteries. So you're totally fine. Nothing that's happening next year is going to make, or nothing that's happening next year is going to make any quads that people flew last year illegal. Um, What's changing or the, where there's a little bit of a loophole in the arm rule that we closed up so that's again really no functional change um we have some new software that we've been working on because right now you run a 75 percent throttle cap and then you have to motor output limit your motors down to the 1250 kv equivalent and we made a whole tool where we would spin your motors up with no props and it would read your bi-directional d-shot data back and we could calculate the kv out of that and it works really well to the point where like um people started using it as a motor dyno which is super cool but um people figured out some esc settings that could trick the spec checker so they were ending up with more motor output limit and stuff and like fair game like we we basically said hey this is the test we're gonna do and they figured out how to make their drones go faster while passing that test good to go um but we have some software that we're working on on the flight controller side that's going to get rid of all of that so there's not going to be any throttle cap anymore there's not going to be any motor output anymore we're going to have a hex that you flash that's going to be the street league hex you flash the hex you go fly ready to go
1: that's awesome yeah i got to i got to experiment with one of the first versions of it and we finally kind of got it working good. And then they are like, oh, we have this new version out now. I'm like, oh,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we've been going at it. So there have been, been multiple new versions every week for the last two months. Cause we just, we go out and we test it and they're changing stuff. And every, if you, I can look through my black box logs from all the testing and you can see the software getting better with each iteration until the last one, like it looks beautiful. And the coolest part about it is that the quad flies exactly the same on takeoff as it flies at the end of your battery. There is no battery sag anymore. It's completely eliminated.
1: That's freaking awesome. So for you guys in the car world, it's uh, probably the most equivalent to running like a tw- um, oh like the, the 12th scale uh, car carpet cars on 1s where you're fighting the battery to the very, very last lap of your, uh, of your run. And yeah, that's going to be awesome. I'm ex- super excited about this. Uh, so we have, a we have our first event listed, right? Uh, scheduled. it's scheduled, but we're still
2: working out the details, but, um, so we can't officially announce it yet, but we're, it's going to be early Q1 next year. Um, and we're ready to get our season going again. We're going to do um, four, four races. We're trying to get one per quarter and a championship next year, and then we're working with some local groups to put on even more races. So what we're hoping is that there's going to be lots of street league spectrum racing all over the country, for everyone to compete in this year. And that's really the goal. And it seems like it's working out, but we're uh, not quite ready to announce, but we, you'll hear pretty soon.
1: All right. So I'll tell you what, Where, uh, Stephen, where can people find, if people are listening and they're interested and they want to get a local chapter of Street League going, where are they going to go find out this information?
2: Oh, they're going to find it at uh, streetleague.io. That's our website. Um, there's lots of information there about, how to set up your drone for the spec. Um, we have links to some of our partners' websites on there. We got uh, Toker CNC drones for uh, uh, frames. We got Speedsource FPV for uh, batteries. Uh, we got thumb. Gr- I don't know if the thumb grippies link is live yet, but we got thumb thumb grippies on there to get some really nice stick ends for your radio. Uh, we got HQ Prop on there for their seven by four by three prop. We got Gemfan for their seventy thirty seven prop. Uh, we got Project Three Nine Nine for the original Prig, and uh, all the all the rules, the rule book, quick start links. It's all up there. Go check it out. It's a really cool website.
1: Awesome. And uh, I'll tell you what, Jonathan and Stephen, both of you guys, what um, if people want to find you on social media? You want to just shout
2: those out real quick? Uh, Sure. I'm going to have to double check mine. Jonathan, why don't you go ahead while I make sure I know what my usernames are? <laughs> Mine's pretty easy.
3: I'm, I'm at FPV pretty much everywhere. So,
2: And, right. and I'm, uh, at least on Instagram, I am Leadfingers283. Um, it's lots of mountain bike and other stuff on there, but I post drone stuff every once in a while, too. Oh, and on TikTok. TikTok's where all my drone stuff is. Look for lead fingers.
1: Awesome. So, um, you guys know why people listen to this show? Charlie's sultry voice. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> other than that,
3: is it because we love Charlie's jokes? <laughs> okay,
1: you know what? <laughs> that's that's another one. Uh, is it all the free RC stuff oh, you guys on. give away? Exactly. Hey, Charlie. Take it
0: away, man. All right. Thanks, guys. And uh, the favorite part of the show, as we all know, is the free RC stuff. So this week's winner from Abigdon, Virginia, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Connor McMullen. Connor is into all sorts of RC stuff, it looks like. So we're going to maybe do a multi-prize pack for you, Connor. We'll, We'll let the boss decide. But congratulations, Connor. Thanks for entering to win. And if you guys... Want to enter to win, all you have to do is email us. The email address is rcstuff at hobbywing.com. You're going to put your name, your address, type out your email for me, include your t-shirt size, and let us know what kind of RC stuff you are into so we can send you something that you may need. Or if you want to get into a new aspect of the hobby, let us know what you'd like us to send you, and we can make that happen as well. We do do a giveaway each and every episode, first and third Friday of the month, and we thank you all for entering to win. We have the, the entries are getting out of hand. I'm going to have to like sort through them for a while to pick a winner. It's great. But Mike, uh, thanks for the time with the boys from the street league. Greatly appreciate that. And I think that's going to bring us to a close. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, sounds good.
0: All right. Once again, everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of RC stuff powered by hobby wing as always, Charlie Swanky here with Mike Chen, and we will see you all next time. Bye.